So if I asked you if you'd like to own a lot of properties one day to build out your wealth and maybe a bit of passive income, most people would say yes. You know, there's many different ways of investing. Maybe you're more of a shares person, who knows? Most people would love it. But when I, if I asked you how many investment properties you needed to make a passive income and sustain your life so you wouldn't have to work and rely on a salary, most people would not know the number. Now, obviously, I learned a lot about property investing from well, when I was working in real estate, like hard out the last couple of years. I deep dived into it so much. Also, my family is big working in property. So I've learned so much. And then a lot of the people, and this doesn't qualify as financial advice for anyone, so disclaimer. One of the things I learned from listening to podcasts and stuff like that is that for a lot of people, um, the number of investment properties they probably need is four, maybe five. They can often be a, a real sweet spot to, you know, the rent from those can kind of pay their bills and fund their lifestyle going forward without the need to work. And so the question is, why have more? Why have more than four or five if all you need is four or five to comfortably live? Because a lot of people aspire to have it all. A lot of people aspire to have more. And today I want to read to you a blog post I wrote, which is the theme for this episode. And it's called, Wanting More Means You Already Have Some. So... Without further ado, I'm going to be reading this and we'll talk about it a bit after. Here's the thing about wanting more. The act of wanting more implies that you already have some. So, why isn't some enough? Some money is better than no money, but some money might be better than more money. Isn't that interesting? Why do investment and fund managers need to squeeze every percent of growth possible so they can win more business and have more themselves? And if you have already built 10 buildings, why do you want to build 20? We're obsessed with growth of continually aspiring for more. Why? Alternatives to wanting more. So here are some alternatives to wanting more. One, wanting less. Two, having enough. Three, doing more. These ideas tie heavily to the idea of the minimum viable lifestyle, the MVL, which of course we discussed, episodes one to three. Love having enough and you'll remain at peace. Do more with what you already have friends, family, interests, and so on, and you'll radiate positivity. And that's it. It's actually one of the shorter posts I've written, but I think one of the better ones. So we come back to the idea of the investment properties and why, why do people want more? So it's quite clear that our whole value system, again, this is very, very Western, um, Western culture, our whole value system is built around really optimizing for more and more. And we've basically used the assumption that more will always be better. Uh, very dangerous assumption. I think we've talked about it in various instances over these podcast episodes. So I think certainly when we talked about the happiness curve, 
and the luxury trap, expectations gap. So that's episodes, I think, the late 20s and early 30s. Uh, we talked about that idea. and we But we have this default of wanting more, but we never actually know how much we actually want or are content with. And that's why I love the word. I was obsessed with the word more when I wrote that um, because, yeah, more doesn't imply doesn't imply none more means we already have some of it and so often our problem is just not accepting uh, that what we have now is good enough more might not be worse but in some cases it is and so i come back to this what is one of the most powerful words to me and concepts is clarity why is more necessary could more be bad what do I need? What do I want? What is the difference between the two? Because our default, our culture is, is for more. So if you think about the way capitalism works and the way consumerism works, it requires on having yeah, an active middle class, who uh, a, a wealthy enough middle class to go buy all the stuff being made so that more stuff can be made and sold and create more jobs. And it's all very circular. It's all about excuses to make uh, jobs. And we rely on the inefficiencies in our economy. That's basically how it all spins around. I love the example in Sapiens, the book Sapiens, about obesity, right? So I don't know if you've noticed, but when you look at tribal people and animals in nature, they're very rarely overweight. You know, go look at people who live in tribes or in, you know, countries that are not really as Western, it's not as common to see overweight people. Obesity is much more prevalent in materially rich Western and very capitalist countries. This is not an anti-capitalism rant. So there are plenty of advantages to it. But this one is really interesting. So that's crazy. And then what do we do? But this is the point it gets worse because we've been sold to eat more and more and eat more and more certain stuff, some bad shit. But then the, the solution is to pay for more stuff to fix the problem. Pay for a personal trainer. Pay for this diet plan. Pay for this surgery. Pay these. So we sell a problem so that we can then keep selling the problem and then sell the solution instead of tapering the whole thing back and not selling the problem to begin with. So that's how our, our economy runs, ladies and gentlemen. It's your, your whole culture is geared around making you want more. But why do you want more? And I talked about those strategies for, you know, making do with, with less. Or look at what you have now. Is it enough? Should you be doing more with what you already have? Can you be stretching that further? Or are you just going to be upsold solutions? And so, yeah, property, it's like, and I know because I've worked in property that properties are a lot of work. There are a lot of headaches. And so there's a lot of glory in having a big portfolio and, you know, hundreds of properties. But there's a lot of headaches, a lot of stress, a lot of responsibility, things you can't get away from, people's homes, floods and um, expenses and, you know, claims and, you know, legal things. And there's all these headaches that come into it. It's The more is almost counterintuitive to some extent you might actually be better off only having what you barely need because 
you know, people who live in properties never just sit there quietly. At some point, something goes wrong. You can take it from me. So you might as well just have enough. But here's the thing. No real estate agent or you know, very few agents and, and a lot of the other businesses attached to real estate are going to tell you to tell you to settle for a couple of properties. It's in their incentive for you to want more because if you're already their client, you wanting more means delivering more business to them. So you start to see how the culture is really, really curls out of consumerism and capitalism. It's just being conscious of it. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. Just be a bit more conscious of it. We don't fall into as many of the traps and we become, and I've talked about the theme of this podcast, is not just taking your ideas from outside, but self, self-authoring self mind rather than the socialized mind. Writing your own ideas and values about things. Not just taking them because that's what everyone else is pushing you to do. You know, and this is the thing. I would like more podcast listeners because it'd be great to for more people to have these conversations i think they're important otherwise i wouldn't spend so much time doing them i don't desperately want more podcast listeners and i certainly don't need more podcast listeners but it would be great if it happened give me permission to do more things but it's something i'm very clear on so the blog if you ever if you want to go back and read over it the episode called um my gosh, I've already forgotten the name. Wanting more instead of... Some, oh, man, I've completely mentally blanked. Sorry, I've given you all my mental energy today. Um, it's the same name as, as the as the title for this episode. Uh, the whole more versus some argument. I really love it. It really, really gives me great clarity. Um, so www.withjoeweeby.com for the blog and more. You can also sign up for a, a once-a-week email there. Um, that basically just gives you prompts to blog posts and podcast episodes um, with a bit of more unpacking from me than I kind of do. So if you want the guided of what's good to read, what's good to listen to in particular, if you don't have time to consume it all or you're interested in more, uh, that's what the email newsletter does uh, help with just once a week. Apart from that, we'll be back again tomorrow, of course, for our daily episodes. So just remember in the meantime that the best way to open a thousand doors for you is to concentrate on opening doors for others. And that might be through sharing this episode and sharing the idea of wanting more when you already have some. Thank you very much. See you again tomorrow.